We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Mavs and Hawks tied at 66 at halftime. Luca, guys, we are in for another 70-point night tonight. I'm telling you this week, there's something in the air in the NBA. Luca's got 41 points on 16 of 21 shooting at halftime. On the other side of things, Devin Booker had 29 in the first quarter. He's got 37 in the first half. It's an 80-70 to 70 lead for the Suns over the Pacers at halftime. We are going to have somebody else score 70 points tonight. And you know what's funny about that? Those two guys absolutely hate each other. Yeah. So if they see yeah. you know, in the arena they show, you know, if he gets the update, they, they might want to one-up each other. Point. If, if you could live assist, bet props. If I'm an assistant coach on either team, I'm letting them know what the other guy's doing yeah. tonight. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah, I'd be the instigator. Like, yeah, well, hey. God, which which, guy. which guy would you like better to score more points? Because Luka. the Hawks and the Pacers both have terrible defense. They do. I'm team. So, I'm team Luca, just because we're both, uh, you know. God, I, I don't know. Well, you know my love for Luca, guys. Yeah. Luca can do no wrong, and so Kyrie's I'm rooting for Luca. Tonight, right? Yeah, Kyrie's out. Yeah, he's he, he like rarely Yeah, he's plays. been out. Beal and Durant are playing tonight, so yeah, I'm with you guys. I'll uh I'll take. Luca too. Michigan State hit a three. They're hanging around. Malik Hall. God, I hate betting against Wisconsin. The Cole Center, Horvat. Why we do this? Oh, and you real talk quick, me into I it. Know, I just, I just remembered this too, and I'll make sure I bring this up. And I looked at it, and I took an alternate number, and I'm pissed off because I did take thirty plus points for Luca in a parlay. I did the, you know, I dropped it. There was a boost, so it was, you know, it made it worth it. It was like a fifty percent boost. But here's the thing: Luca's points tonight. We're set at 37 and a half. And I was like, damn, I know it's against the Hawks. That's a big number. They knew. And it was even money to the over. He went over at halftime. They knew. Yeah. No sweat from Devin Booker or Luka Doncic tonight. Luka the GOAT. Man. That's what I'm saying, man. Like the NBA, they're always like really quick. The market is to overreact. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying Embiid shouldn't be the favorite. He should. He scored 70 freaking points in yeah. the game. But literally, he won a head-to-head matchup and outplayed Jokic in one regular season game, and he went from 8-1 to one to like 2-1 to one in one night. I don't think Luka's a bad bet, but you have to believe that the Mavs could be a top-five seed, and I just don't know that I believe that. But, like, Kyrie's barely played this year. Yeah. You know, and it's pretty... Luka leads the team in points, rebounds, and assists. Yes. Pretty good. You know, and if you take him off that team... Where are they at? Last you know year? who Dallas could use as a sidekick since Kyrie's always hurt is Jalen Brunson. They could yeah, use, they, could yeah. Use they could a guy like that. Yeah. They know? could use a Jalen Brunson right now, but they no, you use... can't have him because he's in New York. Damn no, it! You're right. He's with my Knicks. <laughs> my Knicks after my... last night. Oh yeah, your Knicks too. Yeah. You're on board. Yeah, they've been winning me a ton of money. They've been beating some good teams, mm-hmm. especially in the West. And you know what though? People still doubting him. I saw this question ESPN.com at like a playoff, like an early playoff. You know what you think could happen, and it was who do you think goes farther, the Heat or the Knicks? Everybody picked the Heat, which I said yes, because that means they're still yeah, underdogs. That's a good thing. Yep. That's a good thing. Yeah, I'll take it. People yeah. are starting to buy the Heat because now that Doc Rivers is with the Bucks, we can't take him seriously anymore. The nope. Celtics <laughs> will pull a Celtics in the playoffs. Joel Embiid's knees will give out in the second round of the postseason, and it's like. You like the Knicks or you like Miami and heat culture. So, like, I get it. I understand, though, that what Jimmy, the Jimmy Butler playoff scenario every single year. The Knicks don't have somebody yet that you would trust in that situation. Julius Randle disappears and shrinks in the playoffs. Jalen Brunson, we've only seen him with the Knicks one year. So it's now in this role in a second year. What's he going to look like? I would expect more. But they could use a wing. They could use a scoring wing. I, I I do wish they could add that. They probably won't at this deadline. But they've got a good foundation to this team. And they're at least going in the right direction. And they're not looking to just go star chasing. They're building a team the right way organically. I mean, yes, there's free agency. But it was 
You know, it was like calculated moves. And again, Jalen Brunson's only getting $100 million total across the board. Yeah. That looks like an overpay, and now it's like that's that's the best deal in the NBA. They need Jalen Brunson to do what he did in the playoffs when Luka missed a couple games in the first round. Was That, that was against Utah a couple yeah. years ago, remember? Yes. That was what got him the bag. He was already going to make money. I think he got a couple extra bucks because of that uh, performance. Uh, it, so. was a, it was a lot more than that. Yeah. I want to say it was... I mean, I could even look this up because it got to the point where, yeah, he was putting up, I mean, just insane numbers. So that would be yeah, 2021, them, 2022. Yeah, against, uh, yeah, it was against Utah. So he averaged 27.8 points a game in that series against Utah. Yeah. 38 minutes a game, uh, five rebounds, four assists. He shot 48% from the field, 36% from three. Yeah, I mean, he did just about everything and less than a turnover a game. Think about that. Yeah, mm. guy averaged less than turno- a turnover a game and had the ball in his hands that much. So shout out to uh, Jay Wright. Shout out to Villanova. All Jay Wright did when he was there, produce players. Seriously, Dante DiVincenzo. And people forget. People for hashtag people forget. Hashtag Jalen Brunson, second round pick. Yeah, he's awesome. Yep. And uh, yeah, I was watching him in high school. Man, I'll never forget third place game. Uh, he got suspended for flipping off a opposing team. <laughs> that was really? an official or something. Those yeah, Nova he claimed he wasn't were... given the finger. It was weird. Those Nova it was his ring finger. Something. He was saying he wanted to earn a ring, right? That's what, yeah, and he got one yeah. at Nova. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Man, I he's... miss Jay Wright. I mean, I love him on the broadcast, but like, I know. Man, he's so young still. I know. He's like I, 60. He apparently doesn't want to coach anymore. No. I was told by somebody a couple of years ago, uh, this was before he left Villanova, so like maybe a season before, that the one job that would make him leave Villanova, and obviously I guess things changed, the one job that he would have left Villanova for for the NBA was the Sixers. Mm. So Yeah, it makes sense. So I could, I mean, maybe there's a chance an NBA team lures him back in a year and he misses coaching. Guys, right, they miss coaching. You sit around and you're like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. But I guess it depends. If you, look, listen, you get a lot of money in broadcasting. You just do that. You're comfortable. And you're fine. So uh, thanks to Tim Barbales who joined us earlier from Baltimore. If you missed that, of course, you check that out wherever you get your podcasts. So we talked about Lamar Jackson, right? A lot of pressure on him, a lot of pressure on, well, any quarterback that's at this point in the season. But that doesn't mean that everybody feels the same way, right? And I I think Lamar Jackson right now in these playoffs has more riding on him than everybody except one quarterback, and that's Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy actually has more pressure on him than anybody else in the playoffs because at least we know what Lamar Jackson is. He's an MVP that's gotten paid, that has a team built around him, that they're committed to long-term. What commitment have the 49ers given to Brock Purdy? Absolutely nothing. I love what his story is, and I love what he's done. But there are far more questions surrounding Brock Purdy as the long-term answer still at quarterback for the 49ers. And can he lead a team back if they're down late? Can he throw the football accurately in the rain? Can he be a guy that helps lead them to not just the playoffs, not just the NFC Championship game, but to a Super Bowl win? Brock Purdy has more to prove than anybody else that's left out of these four quarterbacks in the playoffs, and I don't even think it's close. Yeah, you know what? That's a really good point. I mean, like, if you look at it financially, right? Like, he might have to move in with his parents, like Tommy DeVito, (laughs) if he does I mean, I'm kidding, of course, but he was Mr. Irrelevant. You're going to hear that a billion times again coming up on Sunday. But you know what I mean? Like, he hasn't got that one big deal, that quarterback money yet, and that's what it comes down to. I mean, yeah, winning a Super Bowl is great, and winning games is great, but making money, that's that's the best thing mm-hmm. ever right there. And that's what he – I mean, like, because if he doesn't win this game, or let's say he plays poorly and then he doesn't win the Super Bowl, or plays bad against – let's say it's a rematch against Baltimore and he plays like he did on Christmas Day – I mean, you're going to have schmucks on the internet like myself last Sunday that are like, well, Sam Darnold could make that throw. So that's a good point. Like, I I think all the pressure is on Lamar, 
at first it was he can't win a playoff game. He can't beat Patrick Mahomes. Now he's won a playoff game. He's beat Mahomes in the regular season. Now he's got a chance to do it to, uh, you know, in his first AFC championship game to go to his first Super Bowl. So coming into this, looking at this, I thought, yeah, Lamar, but that's a good point, man. Mm -hmm. Purdy, yeah, especially because in the NFL – with that team, it's almost like Super Bowl or bust already. If they run it back next year with all those dudes, Kittle and all those guys on the defensive side of the ball, yeah. and Kirk Cousins is out there That's with his Kyle's relationship guy. with Kyle. That's Kyle Shanahan's so, guy. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's got he's got to at least perform here. You know, I don't know that he needs to win the game, but he can't go out there and throw three picks. That's a good point. It is a good point. I just think the reason more pressure is on Lamar because I think the perception changes around Lamar with a win. Yeah. Whereas if Brock Purdy wins, I think the, the perception does change a little bit. But everybody will go back to the fact that, oh, you had McCaffrey, you had Debo, you had Kittle. Like, you know, it's one thing for Lamar to go to the Super Bowl, but for him to beat Mahomes in doing that, I, I think is huge. Because um, he's got the two MVPs. Like, he's got a Hall of Fame resume. Obviously, in the regular season, what he's been able to do is going to be a two-time MVP. But we know quarterbacks are judged by what they do in the playoffs. And for Lamar to have the second half he did last week and if he is able to win, I just think there's so much pressure on him because, again, like Baltimore, it just feels like it's the perfect storm. I mean, the Ravens have been so good for just about my entire life, and this is the first time they're in the AFC title game for in 10 years, you know? Like, it's hard to get to this point. It's not every day you're playing in the championship. So I think the pressure is on Lamar just because of the perception. We think of him as one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL and I think in most people's eyes, he needs to prove it that he can do it in games like you this. You know, really quick, I'd say, like, a guy that has no pressure, as crazy as this sounds, because they all have pressure. Yeah, but I'm sure. saying, like, Mahomes. the least amount. Mahomes. Not even Mahomes, though. Because, because yeah. Because yeah. for Mahomes, yeah. it's all about being the GOAT. And yeah. now if he goes back to the Super Bowl with this team, with this That's wide fair. receiver room that led the league in drops, you know, I know he had a great defense. Not really a whole lot of pressure. And if they lose, they're probably going to end up getting an elite wide receiver next year for him, too. Maybe even if they win. That's but yeah, fair. I would say Goff, like Goff has everything to gain here. If he wins this game and he becomes the first, not the first quarterback to do it, but if he becomes, you know, a guy that goes to a Super Bowl with two different teams, let's say he gets the job done. Jared Goff may be a Hall of Famer, which is crazy to say. Like we almost wrote him off, but look at his career numbers. He completes 64% yep. of his passes, 185 touchdowns, 82 picks, has a QB rating 93.6. If he gets a Super Bowl ring played in another one, I don't think he should be or anything like that. I think he's a good quarterback, not a Hall of Famer. But um, I don't think he's got a whole lot of pressure, though, because he's already made a ton of money. Remember the contract he got in Los Angeles from mm -hmm. the Rams? And now he's kind of like playing with house money, man. We thought he was just going to be like a bridge guy before they moved on to, you know, Hendon Hooker or something like that. Right. Instead, he's got this team one game away from a Super Bowl. So I don't think there's like any pressure. And I think what matters there and ball. Yeah, what matters here too is that this is farther than Detroit has like ever been, right? They haven't won a playoff game since 1991. Yeah. He's already exceeded all expectations. Yeah, he's, a legend he's, there. he's already a legend in Detroit. Yeah. It, it that that's not going to change. And even Mahomes, Mahomes has a built-in excuse. I know there's the there's the if you can lead this team to a Super Bowl, winning it or at least getting there with this wide receiver core. The thing is though, people don't remember those little details as much as time goes on, right? Like, nobody sits here and remembers every roster that Michael Jordan had every year that he went to the finals, right? Like, it's just, you remember certain names, certain things, but, like, the history gets very clouded when there's nostalgia involved, right? For sure. So, if this is just a loss that this year for Mahomes, it's a... It just gets forgotten if he wins three more Super Bowls. It's just, it happened, it's part of maybe his record in the playoffs, but it doesn't get brought up as much. I think this, like... 
to me, he's playing with house money too. Yeah, he really is because yeah. this roster's trash. Yeah, and it just kind of, it'll just get overlooked. I think more than anything, it's not gonna it's not gonna be held against him. It's only gonna work for him if that makes sense. That's what takes the pressure off of him. Yeah, yeah. You could clip this for uh, the Graham uh, social media team. Yes. You know what? When you just said that, you know what? That reminds me of the great Ari Gold quote: mm-hmm. "In life, there are no asterisks. There's just scoreboards." You know what I mean? And right now, ours reads F. But what I was thinking about, so if you go back, and I'll do it because you guys don't really got to post this, but if you think about, like, Aaron Rodgers' career, everybody's always going to remember him as the guy that only won one ring. You're not going to remember, like, he took a team to the NFC Championship game with Ladarius Gunter as his top shutdown corner (laughs) who had to then cover Julio Jones in a championship game and got stiff-armed to hell. You know what I mean? Like, Dan Marino, we always do this with rings. Like, in my opinion, like, I I put out the video where I said Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT. Sure, Brady's the more accomplished quarterback, but, like, look at the first Super Bowl MVP Brady won. He had 155 passing yards and one touchdown. I mean, I'm not saying he was a system quarterback. He won one in Tampa. They had a lot of talent. He always had a top-10 scoring defense. This is the best defense Mahomes has ever played with. At 28 years old, Mahomes has more playoff wins than any other quarterback before 30 years of age. Like, technically right now, he is the GOAT. Now, he's he, maybe you say he needs to win more rings, but does he? Because Dan Marino never won a ring. Are you telling me that Eli Manning and his two rings were a better, you know, thrower of the football, a better quarterback? Again, Robert Ory, Robert Ory won seven NBA titles. Is he a better player than Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Now, Brady, yeah, yeah. like, I guess I, I don't, like, hate the, hey, Brady or the GOAT people, or, like, I don't hate the conversation, you know. I mean, technically he is the GOAT, but Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. He is. He's really good. I, I think, but that that's the difference. Again, we talked about this before, right? The difference between maybe most accomplished versus most skilled player. Yeah. It's the same thing with Jordan versus LeBron, if you want to go down to that argument. And we'll maybe save it for the summer. But, like, the, you, you compare an individual player, you compare how, you know, what their skill set is versus how their career went. But in a team sport, like, you, you're sitting there looking around going, you got other people to deal with, too. And, by the way, Jordan won two titles because of Steve Kerr hitting a game-winning shot and John Paxson. I think Tom Brady would tell you, he'd be like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a better thrower of the football. He has better arm talent than I do. Patrick Mahomes does things that I could never do. But Brady would also be like, but I'd beat those guys because I'm a competitor and I work my ass off. You know what I mean? But I think he would even admit, hey, I can't use my legs like Mahomes or like Lamar. Like he, did you see the, and I, I love Brady. This mm-hmm. isn't like a knock on Brady. Like people are bringing up Montana. I love Montana. Like, I have, like, 18-year-olds that are like, bro, you know, like, how could you say Mahomes is the GOAT, Montana? And I'm like, you didn't even see Montana play, okay? <laughs> like, that, you know, like, my son, he's 10. LeBron's the greatest player ever. It might, maybe not. Maybe, like, Anthony Edwards is the greatest player ever because he doesn't remember Bron in Miami or in Cleveland. Yeah. Right. You know, he's watching old-ass LeBron that picks and chooses when he plays. He's still great, don't get me wrong. But, like, that's the thing is the league, the game, everything evolves. Guys, you know, like Sid, Sid Lock, like, I mean, uh, Bart Starr it was awesome. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know that he could make the throws that, like, Favre made and then Sammy Rogers Ball was made. a great quarterback, too, okay? Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's... Jimbo Graham, or what's that guy's name? You just start name? going down the list. It's like when I talked, yeah. it was yeah. like, you know, before my grandpa passed away, he'd always be like, yeah, Barry Bonds is great, but let me tell you about, like, T-Bag Harris, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, 1906, and I'd be like, yeah, sure, Grandpa. It was the great T-Bag Harris back in 1906. He was a real ball, a real great football player back Mahomes in the day. Mahomes is the GOAT. <laughs> Suck it if you don't agree. <laughs> I think that's the best way to accomplish it. Yeah. Luke's going to try to... I don't to even s- like Mahomes. I don't even like the Chiefs. I'll, I'm betting Lamar big. I like Lamar way more. There you go.
It's BetMGM tonight. Mahomes is better. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.